Welcome to the Medicaid Me Podcast. We have extended our app into a media platform that highlights who we are. With informative guests and a focus on industry breakthroughs, our goal is to educate and bring awareness to the many present and future medical evolutionary breakthroughs in our world. Stay tuned. Hey guys, what's going on? We're back with the Medicaid Me Podcast. We actually, our guest today, uh, just recently started this company in Pennsylvania. Um, and uh, I, uh, I I like I like what he's doing. Um, and uh, we at Medicaid Me also, uh, we all as the family, <laughs> I should say, uh, like uh, what Devin is doing over there. And uh, without further ado, I'm just going to go ahead and uh, get him on here. What's up, Devin? How you doing, man? Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you for uh, for joining us, and thank you for being very patient with us with the with the technical difficulties and everything with the podcast. Absolutely, no problem. <laughs> awesome, awesome, man. So, uh, I, I just first off, man, how you how you been enjoying this this crazy like weather that we've been having? It's kind of been mild, mild winter, man. Yeah, I don't really understand it. It's back and forth too much. <laughs> it definitely is back and forth man like uh i don't know you know i guess i'm kind of used to it. i've been down in philadelphia for about 20 years now actually so i've been used to the the, the weather the crazy snowstorms that we can get to uh but i don't know man just the back of my mind i feel that there's like there's one more snowstorm for us in in, in store so i'm not too sure if if, if my feeling's going to be right or not. <laughs> I think it will be. I've heard that from a lot of people. A lot of people are predicting a huge storm at the beginning of March. Okay. Well, you're, uh, when, which is, I mean, shit, that's tomorrow, man. It's the first of the month, man. Where's the time going, man? <laughs> but, uh, well, I mean, you're you're up in, uh, are you up in the Lehigh Valley? You're a little north here, right? Yeah, I'm actually located out of Allentown. Okay, so you're about an hour and a half or so. I get maybe an hour. I think it's only about an hour, right, from Philly? It says an hour. It usually takes about an hour and a half. Yeah, so I mean, but shit, like the weather from from here to there is is drastically oh, yeah. different. So, I'm sure if we do get some sort of snow, you're gonna get you're gonna get way more than we do. <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. But uh, so you uh, you actually created a, a company recently called the the PACC, and um, which is the Pennsylvania uh, Cannabis Connection. What gave you the idea to come up with uh, creating the PACC, and and what what is the PACC? Well, uh, what gave me the idea, I started researching the medical marijuana program here in Pennsylvania, and I found it really difficult to find any information when it came down to it, minus what information they give you on the Department of Health website, which at the time was very limited. Uh, So I realized that not being able to get in touch with people, um, especially the license award award, uh, winners, started to get really difficult when I reached out to people. So I really just wanted to establish this community um, in which people can feel free to ask each other questions, uh, interact with the cannabis businesses as well as the patients in the space here, and just be able to find out the information straight from the source. Yeah, kind of like, a, it sounds like like a central hub for uh, new people to meet each other and maybe people who do know each other to find find a familiar community to familiarize themselves in and, and become educated, I would say. That sounds like a great idea, man. Thank you, I appreciate that. And exactly, that's what we really wanted to do. Uh, we wanted the patients to be able to feel open about telling their stories on our platform as well as communicating with other patients and sharing each other's stories and really kind of embracing the cannabis culture around here. 
Yeah, I mean, and and that's actually really important. I think uh, getting more stories out there, the more platforms uh, that we all can do it. I don't think anybody should be like, hey, that was my idea. I think we should all have, if you have a media platform, you should, you should open that platform. Um, or, or with what Devin's doing, you have, he has uh, that media platform with the, with the website and the company there, as well as having, uh, patients participate in, in, uh, writing entries as well as, uh, blog experiences. Definitely. I think that's a, a major key to people feeling open about talking about cannabis because it's still federally legal, unfortunately. And, uh, there's this huge stigma, I guess you could say, and taboo around even discussing it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think then there's also a lot of a lot to learn. Uh, there's a lot of newcomers, so I think by them coming to the site and seeing uh, possibly a, a lot of different w- uh, walks of life, I should say, stories of how cannabis is helping them, or um, you know, perhaps there's a section on just uh, certain types of cannabinoids, or you know, somebody's talking about uh, a certain strain that's really been helping them cope with fibromyalgia or something like that. And somebody stumbles upon that and, hey, I didn't know that. That's awesome. I'll have to look into that. So I, I think I think that is, is, is a great, almost like a it, it can really become a information hub for people and also sort of a, uh, you know, a social hub, it sounds like. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we want everyone to benefit from our community, not just the patients, not just the cannabis businesses. We want everyone to get a chance to either learn from this community or, like I said, share their stories or, you said, uh, learn some more information about cannabinoids, terpene profiles, different strains, what they can do for different patients. We just want to be like the one-stop resource for cannabis in Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that's I think that that's great because I think Pennsylvania can use something something like that, especially, you know, with the way with the how the how the people were unhappy with the start of the program prior before becoming uh, written into actual law, it was just the start of it was slow and the, the way it was introduced, people didn't like it and there was a lot of pushback and there's still pushback now, of course. Um, but, um, you know, I, I just think that, again, something like what you're doing is you're you're offering this this connection for people, which, which is, and it, I mean, it's free, right? Yeah, it is free. As of right now, all the companies uh, that we have put on our partner network, those have also been added for free. Uh, Our our services will always be free to patients because we feel that patients deserve this access to information and access to their medicine. And I think our information should always be free to them. And do you guys already have patients now contributing to to the blogs? We do. Um, Our online community isn't as active as I would like it to be. Uh, We have a huge following on Instagram. It recently started uh, gaining a lot more followers than I thought it would. That's great. Um, now, if people, uh, should they reach out to you directly through Instagram if they want to, I guess, participate in the blog program? Yeah, if anybody wants to get involved in our online community, uh, you can contact us at Gmail, through our Instagram, through our Twitter, through our Facebook. We're pretty versatile. Nice. And um, I guess, uh, have you always been involved in cannabis? That might actually be a really stupid question. Um, not always, uh, recreationally, I was introduced, um, at an early age around 14. Um, but around the time that the information was released pertaining to, uh, Charlotte's web, the strain that was created by the Stanley brothers. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that story really, uh, hit home with me just cause I don't know how you can say no to that. If kids can really benefit th- from this and it can save their lives, then I don't think anyone should be able to say no. 
Yeah. I mean, I, I had no idea. Again, I was sort of like you. I started a little little older than you, but still, again, it was just more, uh, still is now for me recreationally. But, um, you know, I, I at least know way more about it. I'm, I'm a lot more educated. And I'm glad that I do because I'm glad that if, if people, you know, sort of say out loud and want to say something that's in- incorrect, I, I can, you know, if they want to talk about it, I, I can help correct them. <laughs> I generally just don't shout it out, but sometimes I feel the need to, <laughs> you know, like, nope, you're wrong, man. You're wrong. You know, actually, you don't understand. Sometimes you know, it has to be said. You know, like we just had that uh, police, uh, that police officer that had helped um, shut down uh, like 23 uh, dispensaries or something like that around his area because they were dealing with CBD and uh, he was on cameras alive talking about it. And somebody actually asked him, they're like, well, I don't understand why, you know, CBD is, is non-psychoactive and uh, it, people have been using that just fine. So why have you decided? And he's like, then well, what do you mean? What do you mean? Uh, so then why are they using it if they're not getting high? You know, so he, like this guy didn't even know what it was. He thought, you know, it was it was something that people are getting quote unquote high on it's and it's 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 sad to even see that still nowadays but you know uh, again hopefully with what you're doing there that's going to help again what you're doing what you're doing breaking the stigma you know yeah i hope so So, that's uh, one of our main focuses we want people to feel open and be able to discuss what's going on not in only in their personal lives but i feel like if people can share their personal story that might bring somebody else to come out about their story as well and maybe try medical cannabis, maybe it'll work for them. And I guess, uh, you know, you, you had mentioned earlier that it was a little, uh, difficult to, to speak with people. Um, I guess, you know, it almost seems like people are standoffish, almost like you, you want something from them, you know, automatically. And I, and I guess it seems, it would seem that a lot of people do, you know, once they see you have a new business or they have a new business, I certainly see, you see it on Instagram when you first start, people are, you know, are, immediately trying to get you that giveaway. I will, if you follow us and then follow that, follow this, follow that, we'll give you a a free this or that. And, you know, I, I, I get it. Um, and that can be annoying and turn off, you know, turn off ish, uh, you know, so is, is that what you experienced was more of a a lack of response or people, uh, I mean, I I would hope that nobody was rude to you. Uh, Was it just more of a lack of response? Uh, there was a lot of lack of response, especially from the award winners who won the licenses here in Pennsylvania. Yeah. As backwards as that sounds, none of them wanted to talk. And I still have difficult difficulty to this day even getting in touch with a lot of them. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, obviously they're, they just started. They're up and running. They're probably hit. They obviously hit the ground running. So, you know, you obviously have to understand they, they're probably crazy busy, obviously. Uh, so we can't always expect that you know i've reached out to to some of them as well and i've i've not gotten a response but i just take that as hey man i know you're busy so and you're probably sort of um you know sort of spread thin and then when you do have the free time there's you don't want to talk again about what you just left to have your free time for you know for so you know i, I can get it i i can get on the lack of response and understanding that but um Hopefully, you know, they'll they'll come around uh, once they get more settled in. We can, you know, I can get them on the podcast or, you know, you guys, uh, you guys can get them uh, working with you with, with your, your site, which would be great because yeah, I, again, I hope so. I hope we can get a lot more people involved. We want everyone in the space uh, to eventually be on our community. We want it to be the 
community that is referred to as the Pennsylvania cannabis community. Uh, you know, I, I actually wanted to ask you, what is, what, what is your overall impression of, of, uh, of the cannabis industry itself as much as I don't like to use that term, but, uh, you know, what, what is your overall impression of it since, since it's really exploded? Well, I have two different takes on the cannabis industry. Uh, my first initial understanding of the cannabis industry, uh, was how it is out West. And I really respect the way they started out there, uh, with the mom and pop grows with the hands-on love and care for the plant. Um, it was really about giving back to the people and being involved in the community. Uh, and then there's also the other side where we are, uh, which I really do see a green rush. And I really do think people are, are trying to get in this for some of the wrong reasons, not everyone. Uh, but I do see the greed in a lot of the East Coast companies over here. Yeah. I mean, you would, you would think it would be simple of, you know, what can we do better? Well, I mean, cut your prices down, but... As as we know, and as we've seen in some some responses online uh, from from people who I guess are close to the dispensary owners or who are actually uh, partners with them, um, it's because you know they they have a lot of expense, obviously, and that's that's true. Um, but I think it's more of they want their uh, a quicker return on their investment. Okay, so. Again, okay, I guess I can understand that because uh, most investors want that. Um, but when you're, <clears throat> it's not, you know, you're investing in people, <laughs> essentially. You're not investing in cannabis, really. You know, when you got to think about medicine as in a sense of a person rather than the product itself. You know, you do have to worry about the product. Uh, like, is it clean? We, you know, how was it made and all this other great stuff, um, pricing, you know, and those things, but it's, it's more of you do something like this. It's, it has to be for the patient. And, um, I think it's people find that see, see this opportunity because they know that if they don't hop on this train now, they're going to kick themselves in the ass for not starting at a dispensary. I mean, geez, I even had family members, just like one or two of them say like, man, you should start one. And one of them was like, yeah, I'll fund it and was serious. And they wanted to like, because they saw it and they didn't, they don't, they're very uneducated about cannabis. Uh, so it was almost like, well, wait a minute, you, you know nothing about cannabis. Why would you, oh, I know why. Cause you see the, you see it, you see the dollar signs. I get it. Yeah. It's the money. It's a lot of people's motive nowadays, and it's really sad to see that. Yeah, and listen, I get it. You know, it's not like anybody else who decides to create a business doesn't want to make money out of their business. But I think when somebody makes a business, like it's something that they like to do, it's because they're passionate about that, and that's why it became a business. What can we do better here, folks, uh, uh, on the East Coast? Uh, what do you think we could do better? Uh, definitely bring a little bit more compassion into the program. I think uh, the way it's going right now, I don't believe it's for all profit, but like you said, I think we could lower the prices a little bit, give the patients uh, a chance to afford their medicine uh, because it is coming all out of pocket. And I really think that we should just take a step back and realize where this industry started, quote unquote industry. Um, and it really does come down to going back to the patient. There's a lot of successful medical marijuana programs around the country that do allow patients um, as well as caregivers to grow in their homes and provide for other patients. As long as that medicine is clean and tested, which 
I don't see the problem with that. You can buy a $500 handheld machine that actually runs somewhat like a, a testing lab. So if you're really- Oh, the MyDX. Yeah, MyDX. I really want to get involved with those because I think that's great. I think anyone who produces cannabis medicine at home should really know it's clean and know what's in their medicine. Um, but I do think that PA should really take a step back. And I actually heard recently that they are, and they're considering now flower form as well as they will begin talking about home grows eventually. Well, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. I did actually see a blurb about that the other day as well. Um, I'm, I'm, I was also very ecstatic that our, our new, uh, District Attorney uh, uh, Larry Krasner here is just yeah he just dismissed he threw him out right yeah, that was awesome out. it's 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 amazing and it's, I'm so happy that we have somebody here like that that's that's seeing uh, the problem that we're having in our legal system in our in our jail system I mean clearly clearly we know that we we love we're for for profit prisons um, and especially private prisons are everywhere. Uh, it's, it would seem, um, you know, and, and certain people are tied into those rings as well, but we're not going to get in down that deep rabbit hole. It's just the entire system is screwed up, you know, in in that sense. And I'm just happy that there is somebody that is in a position of power to be able to make smart decisions and throw these fucking cases out. (laughs) Yeah. It's a waste of tax dollars and it's a waste of time. Exactly, and 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 uh, a lot of other people agree here. So I'm I'm glad that Philadelphia is actually a very progressive city when it comes to cannabis. Um, there's still some people there that are you know sort of uh, curmudgeons about it, I guess if you want to call them that. Um, but uh, the one thing that I, I uh, did not also like about the uh, program here was that they're allowing the growers. Uh, and I believe processors, I'm not too sure. I think it's on both ends is 5,000, uh, PPM, uh, parts per million for residuals. So at all, depending on, uh, what residuals they're allowing, I don't know if it is pesticides or if it is the, um, you know, solvents that, uh, might be used to, to make the actual oils. So, um, it just kind of worried me. I mean, it might not sound like a lot to people, but I, I think it could be lower and it should should be lower. I believe there's other states that are a heck of a lot lower. Uh, and uh, I think both you and I spoke about it before where I thought PA was supposed to be like the, a strict, more of a stricter state than a lot of other uh, programs, you know? Yeah, and- I was under that impression too. The way they were talking about the medical marijuana program and even in the writing of the legislation, the regulations are so strict that I assumed, I guess I assumed that it would be a lot more strict for the testing regulations. And I don't think it is residual pesticides. I believe it is solvent, but even that I think should be around probably 500 parts per million, if not way lower than that. Yeah. Um, again, I don't really know the science behind all of that and how hard it is to get, get below that, uh, honestly, but, uh, it would, it would be nice to talk to some professional, um, labbers that's what i'd like to call them guys who are actually been doing this stuff for a long time not saying that um you know cresco hasn't been doing this for a long time i i don't really know how long they've been doing it for but uh um i know that there's people been making uh, concentrates for over two two decades probably over 30 years now and have certainly perfected uh, very clean ways which much like they have out in california so it's almost like they need these masters uh master processors to come over and 
sort of school these guys a little bit more, you know, and teach them probably different ways that they can even save on uh, materials or, or whatever. I, I, don't, I don't know, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, we definitely can do better. And, I'm, and I think that uh, having people with your mindset and what you're trying to do with your, with your website um, now um, is a step closer into, into hopefully changing, you know, some of the, some of the, the minds here. So at least, I think at least with what you're doing, you're going to make some change. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I really hope we can make a positive change in the cannabis community around here. Um, but I was really surprised by the positive responses that we received when starting this company and not just the positive responses from people on social media or in the community, but all around, I've seen people step out, start advocating themselves and, it's great to see how many advocates there really are in Pennsylvania who are willing to step up and fight for this plant. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I, I, I got more involved, more dependent all the, with all the people that I kept meeting here, you know, uh, and then eventually I got involved with Medicaid Me, so it's just quite, sort of like you know, really full blown um, dive diving on in into it, which is great because you know we all should have a voice voice about it and. Um, Listen, you don't have to use it. You don't have to be somebody who even, you know, likes it as far as like, no, I don't like, I don't like doing it. I don't like the way it makes me feel, you know, kind of thing. But you could at least understand and see it for its its true merit, you know, uh, and, and back it. You know, you don't have to oppose it just because you don't like something, you know. Yeah, I agree. I I'd like to see a lot more open-minded people when it comes to cannabis and we're starting to do a lot more community events and we hope that that starts to change things. Uh, we have some predominant people in the uh, community who help us with these events and it really starts to show who supports it and who doesn't. And I think the community is surprised to see the business owners and the people that come out to support these events, who they really are. Uh, and I think that will slowly start to change people's minds. Yeah. Yeah, I, there's a lot of good things exploding here. I know we see a lot of negative stuff, uh, but of course, as we know, when anything with with it all, there's always the yin and yang with it all. There's always the positive and the negative. Uh, no matter what community you're a part of, um, you know. But uh, all all we can do is just push forward. And and uh, like I said, we're 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 doing we're making more progress than than taking any sort of steps backwards uh, with anything so that's that's definitely a plus so um yeah i think uh once we uh, stop fighting in the community as well uh that would be awesome because we shouldn't be doing that we are that we're would all, be great did, we're all did the you same happen team. to see the post that i put up not too long ago about that yeah yeah i did you know and sometimes things like that just need to be said uh, because it just starts to get out of hand and you're like, oh, oh my God, guys, we're all here. We're all fighting for the same goal here. We're all on the same team, you know? Um, but you know, what are you, what are you going to do? I mean, the people are, people are people, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. <laughs> it's definitely, it's definitely, uh, it definitely gets tough, but like I said, I think uh, that uh, at least Philadelphia and, and the, the surrounding tri-state area as well has uh, a very supportive community um, uh, also within their law enforcement as well uh, and also just normal civilians, you know, in, in, the, in their cities uh, doing really cool things. So um, I, I, I 
thank you. I appreciate you uh, taking the time out and coming on this evening. Um, Absolutely. Thank you for taking your time out and having us here. Yeah, definitely. And you guys are welcome on any time. And thank you for having Medicate Me um, as one of your partners. Uh, And we we hope that uh, that our app also starts to help people, you know, so... So definitely, guys, check out PACC. It's a Pennsylvania Cannabis Connection. Uh, you, are you, they're on Twitter, they're on Instagram, and they're on Facebook as well, correct? Correct. And we're also on LinkedIn uh, for the more professional crowd, just in case. And we're also on <laughs> our website, like I said, and look out for our application coming soon. Awesome. And you guys do have some, some gear and stuff as well people can purchase. Definitely. Uh, uh, we're website. hoping to expand that line soon. Um, we're actually working with some more local graphic design companies that do really cool work. So we're excited for that. We should definitely have some more designs in the next couple of months. Awesome. And guys, stay tuned. Uh, the next uh, Not a Lazy Stoner um, Philly cleanup is the day after St. Patrick's Day. So uh, March 18th, Sunday, uh, 9 a.m. Again, I haven't gotten the exact location yet. I was thinking maybe an empty lot this time. Uh, that is trashed or if some, again, please reach out. And if you have any ideas, uh, before then let me know, uh, in Philadelphia, I, obviously there's plenty of places in Philadelphia that can be clean. So, um, we don't necessarily have to keep doing broad street guys. So, um, I would like to expand it out into some other neighborhoods just to show them some love as well. So, um, thank you for listening to the medicate me podcast. Thank you, Devin, uh, again, for taking the time and uh, good luck with everything with PACC, man. Thank you, and thank you for having me. And uh, before we sign off, I think we should uh, take a moment and challenge the dispensaries and the growers. I think they should all form teams, and they should also do a trash pickup. Hell yeah, man. They should do a local trash pickup, man. That'd be awesome. And post it. And say, yeah, hey, post it. You can post the hashtag NotALazyStoner as well. I don't own that hashtag or anything. I, I want people around the entire world to use that. That'd be great. So uh, that would be cool if I can get other people remotely to do a trash pickup as well on the same day. That'd be, that'd be badass. That's a great idea, man. Thank you. I think we should do it. Let's push it. And on that note, <laughs> everybody, you guys have a great night. You have a good night, dude. And uh, thanks again. Thanks again for listening, guys.